Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Who's this, the Black Eyed Peas? Oh gosh, I wish it was. Is it? <laughs> it's not Black Eyed Peas. It's black Keys? It's, no. Is it Black Keys? The Black Lips. Oh, honestly, Cecil, I just don't know. Uh huh. They're, they're dirty Are rock you, and rollers. They're dirty rock and rollers? Uh, from the ATL. How do you know uh-huh. this? I, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm 63 years old, but I'm up on all the cool rock and roll. <laughs> Seems about right. Uh-huh. Another thing me and Cecil just don't see eye to eye uh-huh. on. This is this trumpet right here is pretty There's bad. a trumpet? Trumpet. You don't see you don't hear a lot of trumpet in rock and roll. They, lay, they lay it down right here. Here we go. What a fun instrument to play. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's weird you don't see more trumpet uh-huh. playing. Feel it. Because it sounds so good. Uh-huh. See where it takes you. It's like cats. On a road trip uh-huh. that is hurting their ears. Uh, yeah, they, they, uh, Somehow yeah. worked. I feel like that metaphor might have worked. <gasps> Hi, Boo. Morning, Boo. Good morning. How are Good you? Good morning, sir. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Sunday morning to you. Happy Sunday. What's going on? Well, um, I'm just on a diet now since I'm disgusting and apparently a disgusting blob of what do you human mean? garbage. What the hell you mean? I got accosted yesterday. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Verbally. <laughs> I got verbally accosted. You, by whom? By a young man that is my neighbor. <laughs> young man. He is a He's young man. He's a very young man. He's five years old. He's five. What did he say to you? He said, you're a... Chubby girl. He said that to you, like to your, like and apropos it was of nothing, of like nowhere. What was the context? And that's why I knew he really thought it, mm-hmm. and that's why I am in a deep despair mm-hmm. right now. I really am because I know kids say they say the truth. They say the darndest things. Yeah, <clears throat> or vile, awful things uh-huh. that make you question why you're alive. So we had a cookout <laughs> with our neighbors. <laughs> Yesterday, it's our first, uh, the first bit of of social um, engagement that we've had. Not in, with each other. In four or five months. That's true. We've well, done nothing, well, okay, other than your my family. My dad. Your dad. My dad doesn't count, though, because yeah, he's kind count. of just. Yeah, that's more of a have to than a want to. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> I get to. I get to. I choose. I'm not a victim, like my therapist says. I volunteer but to yeah, hang out with my dad. That's true. Uh, we got these neighbors upstairs. We've mentioned them before. Very nice family. Uh, young couple, probably probably about our age. And then uh, they got a five-year-old and a three-year-old, both boys. Kids. And, uh, which is different which from is us. definitely different. Um, if I'm being honest, this other than family, <laughs> this is the first time 
in years that I've hung out with people that weren't like in my immediate peer group that weren't comedians. I cannot think of the yeah. last time, and I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not, no, 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 not necessarily understand. proud of that. Yeah. Uh, although I'm not ashamed of it either. Um, but just, and we've talked about this before, when you're a comedian, uh, and I hate this word, but when you're in show business, um, for whatever reason, especially comedians just have a tendency, because it's such a 24-7 yeah. gig. It's not a 9-to-5. You know, you're at the clubs at night, you're touring, but comedians tend to flock towards other comedians. And I honestly, I've been doing comedy 14 years, and I cannot think, <coughs> pardon me, of the last time that I've hung out with a group of people that weren't either comedians or, or comedy adjacent. Yeah. You know? So, hey, Charlie. Sorry, I have to grab Charlie because he's being... <laughs> What's up, buddy? He's just needy is what he is. No, it's true. I haven't hung out with people that aren't in or around the entertainment industry mm-hmm. because, well, when you live in L.A., it's just what you, you know, you're just around it all the time. Well, and I'm not <laughs> exposed to other people. Right. like. Oh, yeah, because you're traveling and talking. Yeah, and, well, like all the people uh, I grew up with or grew up around, you know, they're back in Georgia or wherever they're at. They're not in my life anymore. I just, you know, I've been doing comedy so long now that I just, I don't have any friends that aren't comedians. I get it. And are coworkers. Um, and it's not like we have a nine to five. You have a regular job. Um, not everybody you work with, but eventually there's a few people that you kind of um, click click with, and then maybe that that spills over into you know after after work drinks or hey on the weekend come to my cookout. Like you become friends with people you work with, so we well, don't have that exactly. Well, the thing is, I think coworker friendships. It's you have a common enemy, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's usually the job. Yeah, you hate the job or the boss or, or the yeah. boss or there's got to be somebody that mm-hmm. takes it too seriously, and you're like really, and you look for the eye roll person too, and that's your like work soulmate. Mm-hmm. So I guess that uh yeah but i don't have any yeah i don't well you have a couple of friends no you have a couple of friends that (laughs) aren't liz is is not liz is like a sister she's liz is uh by the way liz is a human angel that lives in colorado that decided that she she took pity on me Mm -hmm. and stayed with me as a friend even though she was friends with my sister first, so I stole right. my sister's best friend. <laughs> I did. I did, and I'm glad because <laughs> I win. Anyway, uh-huh. totally normal. And then Louie is an angel who's very sweet and kind and honestly has some hearing problems, mm-hmm. so I think that's why he likes me because he can barely hear me on the phone. <laughs> so those are my two. But yeah, I understand. Head and smiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are like my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. And usually I, I totally get it. But yes, it was, first of all, I was very concerned and nervous about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Because I just don't know how to be normal. Whose idea was it? Did they? Inst- you. I think you No, no. Did. I, no, no. No, I think Negative. this was. Are you sure? I'm positive. They're fine people. I I don't go around uh, initiating uh, <laughs> hangouts with almost anybody. Oh, much I know less what people happened. I don't okay. know. We have a really open living room, and our windows are open, mm-hmm. and so the kiddos have to bring out their, you know, strollers or whatever. Yeah, for the them fun. to get back to their uh, garage where all the toys are, they have to walk right past one, two, three, four, five of our windows. And so they're always open, and uh, then we start talking to them, and it's fun. It's a nice stop and chat. Mm-hmm. Hello. 
And um, our neighbor was like, oh, we should do a barbecue. Uh And I said, what a great idea. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean it. (laughs) It's just something you say. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not going to be like, wow, (laughs) that sounds like my nightmare. You don't understand. Uh I'm actually really socially anxious and I would rather die. Uh But, you know, you say, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it started. Okay. And then... Here we are. Yeah. And, and by the way, it was fine. I'm just, I'm bringing this up seriously. Because I mean, we have to consider the possibility that they might listen to this. No, they are the nicest humans yeah, ever. They're nice. They're it's super nice. It's not their fault. Yeah. And it's the kids me. are super. I'm the problem. Well, no. I am not, the problem. How are you the problem? Okay, what did you do wrong? I feel like I don't know how to just be. Like, I can't just, like, you were fully... And now I know that you were just checked out, but you were just sitting in a chair like, all right, Entertain come, to, me. come to me, people. Like, Make this worth my while. And I was basically playing with children yeah, for you, four you hours. Yeah, you got to play with the kids the whole time. Yeah, that's a great out. And I'm just that sitting here. That is a great out. Eating potato casserole, making small talk. And I don't like playing with kids, yeah. especially when they verbally assault me in the yeah. beginning of the barbecue. Was it the very beginning? Very beginning. So how did he say it? All right. So, All right, so I'm you. I'm. I'm. Where were you? Were you sitting down eating? Okay. So they have a garage and they have a ramp in the garage, uh-huh. and you know, kids love ramps apparently. And so he's going up and down the ramp, and like I'm like, a, like a skateboard ramp, or yeah, it's like a mini slide. But okay. then he was using his scooter uh-huh. to go down the slide. Okay. Like, look at what I can do. Uh-huh. And then he kept asking me you should do it and i was like no i really don't want to yeah. and then i said i'm sorry i'm really full yeah maybe this was after okay or something and he looks me up and down oh like up and down yeah and i'm like i just thought it was going to be about the ramp and you or felt something it, did you and feel there was it a, coming I didn't. Okay. But you saw him look you up and down. I did. And I was like, okay. You know, I thought he was like checking my story or, you know. And then he says, you're a chubby girl. Oh. And he did it with a smile. Like, you know I'm right. And I was about to, I honestly almost said like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But I had to take everything. And then I wanted to cry. Like, I wanted to go inside oh, and cry God. and just watch Housewives and oh, never come out again. Son. And I didn't know about this till after the thing. No, but my I had to just stand there. And I was like, Wah. I just changed the subject. Had so, I known about it, I would have come to your defense. Thank you. Well, hey, you little fucker. He what'd you say, to my, what'd you say all, to my fiance? <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted him to be more specific, uh-huh. like, so then I could explain myself. Yeah. So, What part of me is chubby? Okay. Are you talking about my, I did have <laughs> network We'll net get to that done. in a second. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, had, <laughs> I had micro-needling needling contouring, but he doesn't know what that is. Yeah. And then also, you know what? I just ate barbecue, so uh-huh. sure. You know, we get the little pudgy pudge. Uh-huh. I was wearing jeans, though, that I still wear, and it's not like I try to... Like I yes, I've gained five pounds. You've gained five pounds during I've quarantine. Five. That's the whoop, hard whoopty shit. Five guys. But I wish I could say this. For thing. this little beautiful human because <laughs> I know people like kids to look at me and call me a chubby girl. I've been called the C word, the B word, and I would have accepted that. Mm-hmm. I would have been excited that he called me that. Mm-hmm. I would Cracker and butthole. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But 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 Chubby? I've never, never in my life, never. Fat? Yes, that's fine. <laughs> I can take fat. But chubby? 
That's like me. That's like pointed. When's the last time somebody called you chubby? Has anyone ever called you chubby? Well, I advanced beyond chubby a long time ago. So <laughs> chubby would be a compliment. <laughs> that name's a little, little chubby. I think it was so shocking to me because it was out of nowhere. It got me out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like an acting exercise where you're like, where the fuck did that come from? But then I had to play it off and keep yeah. playing hide and seek, well, which is very hard when thing, you have like a small driveway. It's a weird dynamic when, and again, these are super nice people, and it, it was a <laughs> fine afternoon. <laughs> But it's just a weird dynamic when there's a couple with kids hanging out with a couple with no kids because now no we're, common ground. we're just sitting there looking at the kids play. And there's only so much, I can only feign interest for so long. Like, oh, look at him go. Oh, and then, oh, we got to watch our language. <gasps> you got corrected for saying darn. Darn. Not by the parents, but no. by, by the, was it the same kid? Yes. <laughs> he was like, don't say that. That's a bad word. And I was like, what? And he's like, I was like, darn. And he's like, shh, don't say that. And I was like, darn is yeah. the good one. Listen, like, you damn. little fuck. I'm going to say darn. Okay. If that- and then, but it was like, it was a shame. Like I got shamed yeah. for doing the good word. Yeah. I was trying like, to edit myself. And yeah. gosh, you can't say gosh either. Yeah. So or heck. I- they don't like, they, don't, oh, they didn't don't, like don't, heck. Don't, don't say heck. But then it was in my head and it was almost this rebellious side of me that was like, Oh, really? I can't say darn? And I just kept slipping out darn. Like, darn, darn. Look at these darn ribs. Like, what was I doing? But it's just like there's no, you're right, there's no common ground. And like, I don't know, man. I can only just sit and watch the kids play for so long. Well, you do a really interesting thing, which is (laughs) you sit and then you eat and then you're finished. And you just have this weird, quiet confidence of like, I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah. And I'm, I'm here. I'm over there fucking on duty. Yeah. Running around with a soccer ball. I'm hiding seeking. I'm I'm fucking You're weaving getting, through cones, jumping over <laughs> little scooters. Jumping on trampolines. I'm doing it. And then I look over and gaze at my beautiful partner and just are we done yet? Like I could just tell you were over <laughs> it. Well, and the other thing I don't connect with kids over, it's the um Someone needs to tell them in a polite way, like, hey, I'm not your dad, and I don't care. I don't have to care. I don't have to pay attention to every time you command me to pay attention. Yeah. Hey, look at, look at this. You know, the, and I get yes. it. Kids are, kids are all about, like, uh, uh, physical feats. Hey, watch me jump over this log. And watch me the, climb up this ladder. One. You know? I'll give you one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you, you I give you a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But there was about 10 or 15 and I'm just like, uh-huh. Like <laughs> no, just do your stupid shit and if I see it I see it and if I don't I don't. But, but I'm then, not obligated to to stroke your little ego. <laughs> the way your relentless. parents are. <laughs> they're relentless with like Katie, yeah. Katie, uh-huh. Katie. Like I couldn't <laughs> sit at the table. I just couldn't. So I took one for the team. Mm-hmm. I knew this chirping wouldn't stop. Old chubby Katie had to sludge over there and help. I'm surprised I didn't get a uh, a, a nice observation. No offense, but me too. (laughs) I am so sad. If you're chubby, what must he think is going on with me? (laughs) Are you hiding someone in your belly? (laughs) Oh my god! So yeah, that was uh, that was that was the cookout uh, last night. So it just felt like. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Sad and weird. Force. Well, and I get it. Like, and, and they were the, the the family is super sweet. They they can't be no, nice. honestly they're the nice. nicest humans ever. And they ever. they thanked us about ten times. Like, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. And you could you could feel the um, not desperation, but maybe des but like. And I get it. The well, us there was too. a subtext of we haven't really socialized in months, so yeah. thanks for hanging out. Or, or like finally, uh, other human beings than people I'm related to. Like, like I've, yeah, like families. Here's the thing, too. We live. They have the same square footage as we have. We're all, we all live in the same building. Um, so a fam, you know, and I'm not knocking their living situation, but it's a family of four in a uh, 900 square foot apartment. Um, and I, I could imagine, well, and, and dude is still working. So he's going to his office and working every day. Yeah, so, so at least his life hasn't but, really. But mom is just, I couldn't imagine just being quarantined um, no, for months either. with, I mean, you and I do pretty good. Mm-hmm. We've done pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I But know. seriously, imagine if there was four human oh, beings in one apartment for months and months and months, and you well, can't really hang out with anybody else. Uh, yeah, no, no shit that they wanted to go out into the back driveway. I would murder. I, and not just, tables. it's not them. Mm-hmm. It, any kids mm-hmm. I would murder. It's not, <laughs> it's not those guys. Sure, the chubby thing didn't help anybody, but if I was a mom, and this is why I know I'm not meant to be a mom, uh-huh. because I would take the children and I would throw them mm-hmm. into a lake, okay. some sort of river. <laughs> we would well, go on an adventure day. That, that does happen. A bike ride that does where happen sometimes. Scooch off that cliff. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and then I'd feel bad. You're joking. Yeah. Uh, totally. You you wouldn't murder your own children. Come <laughs> no, on I wouldn't. Got to make that clear. Okay, I wouldn't. Just the look in your eyes says. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I would think about it. It's like I that, would think about it often. It's like that old Chris Rock joke where he's talking about OJ and Nicole, and he's I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I don't agree with it, but I get it, <laughs> <laughs> which is awful. I get that. Mm-hmm. No, but there was this, and I feel bad because I am like, I am, I don't know. I feel like I'm like an onion human, like not even fun or interesting. Like I'm just like this weird, hi, I'm a 30-something. I don't want kids and what? I don't know. Well, I- that's the other thing, too. There was, I kept waiting for the question, and they never asked, but it, you know, I'm 42. <laughs> you're in your 30s. <laughs> they know that we're uh, engaged and living together. Uh, I I kept waiting for the so are y'all they, gonna have kids? They probably know that we're disgusted by them. And I have a I have an answer locked and loaded. I can't wait for okay, someone ready? to ask I'll, me. I'll be at the barbecue. Uh-huh. So you guys gonna are you guys gonna have kids? No, Katie has a hostile womb. It's true, I do. <laughs> Something about hostile womb. I know it's a bad thing, but it cracks me up. <laughs> like your womb's like, fuck off. Well, I kept fishing. I kept fishing for things because mm-hmm. I know I have to be the fisherman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fish for that goddamn conversation. You got to find what they're passionate about. Okay. So you like CrossFit. Oh, I used to work out at Barry's Boot Camp when it was open. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. All right. Oh, you styled hair back in the day. Cool. Was that neat? <sighs> Nothing. Okay. Really? She wouldn't so give me anything. I was just on kid duty. But I get it because here's the great thing about hanging out with people with kids. They're not listening. Guess why? Because they have two little people mm-hmm. that they're trying not to 
get they're trying to keep alive. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of perfect because you could just talk in short mm-hmm. sentences and not really, you know, mm-hmm. listen to each other. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had to uh, fake my way through the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Oh. People, please stop offering me craft beers. He's not going to like them. I go do shows and people want to buy me drink, and I, that's I'm so appreciative. But then there's all every show. There's a guy like buy you a beer, and most yeah. of the time I'm like, nah, I'm, I don't drink after the show. I got to drive back to the hotel or something. But every now and then I'm like, sure. And then they're like, all right, we'll just IPA. Dude, super nice guy. Really, really, really? forcing home those craft like he's getting commission on a sale. <laughs> And I had some coconut, chocolate, oh, stout, horse shit. It tastes like fucking motor oil. And I, went, I took a sip. I faked it. And then I got up and mingled a little bit, and I snuck inside and poured three-fourths of it into the sink and then came back out and was pretending to nurse it. Like, oh, yeah, hey. I kept doing bathroom breaks myself. <laughs> what, were you, what would you do? I would just come in the bathroom and take a break. Oh, okay. But not go to the bathroom. I would just uh-huh. kind of hang out. <laughs> And go back out. So look at us trying We're to be social and neighborly. It. We're good neighbors. Boo, I have to use the restroom. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Damn it. All I'm right. Sorry. Pause. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. We're back. We're back. You okay there, Boo? Yeah. Sorry about that coffee. Yeah. Just goes right through you. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. You wouldn't know because you don't like coffee. I don't like coffee. I will nothing or, to do with it. Or craft beers that taste like coffee. Yeah. I mean, it was so bad. I don't understand it. I'd, because here's the thing, and I don't want to go on a, on a whole rant here, but like when it gets like that, didn't even taste like beer. Like it right. didn't even taste like part of the beer family. Like if it was a blind taste mm-hmm. test, I I on if I mean I guess it tastes closer to beer than it does any other beverage. But for me, because <laughs> I'm just a dumb redneck, beer is Budweiser right. or, or Coors. Or any of the domestic, even PBR. Like, and I'm not saying those are the best beers or the greatest beers, but to me, that's what beer tastes like. And then you can have variations of that. Yeah. Where they still kind of have a toe in the original, you know, taste, right. the flavor profile. This thing tasted like, I mean, it, it tasted like cold coffee mixed with maple syrup. Well, here's how I knew. It was fucking awful. You were in your own personal hell, beer hell. Is that that uh, little can uh-huh. was real tall too? Yeah, it wasn't like it was a, a sixteen small, ounce can. Yeah, yeah. So you're holding that for a while, yeah. and I know you. And if you're at a place where you're kind of just like, all right, let's all just drink. Yeah, some if more. it's time to drink and have some beers, then I'm <laughs> I'm sucking to. them down. But that thing was just glued to your yeah. hand. Ooh. You just did not Ooh. care for it. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't know how anybody can enjoy that. IPAs, IPAs taste like fertilizer. Fertilizer I agree is with cattle. You. It's cow shit. Like it's well, no one likes. Ugh. I mean, people that do like the taste of IPAs. It's interesting because I got so excited the other week and I got my non-alcoholic IPA. Remember, I was yeah. like, check this How'd out, that work and out? you were like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was the grossest thing I've ever tasted, yeah, so and bad. it's non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And my friend texted me like, oh, I only drink IPA because of the alcohol content. Like, enjoy that. Yeah. Like, non-alcoholic IPA. Mm, yeah. Fail. Oh. Anyone want 11 cans of non-alcoholic IPA? Give me a shout out. Not my cup of tea. I'll send. Can you send liquor? Through the mail? mail? I don't know. That's a good question. Anyway. 
I would just stick them outside. Stick them out on the I stoop. I don't even think people will take it. Yeah. And then I'm that girl that's like, here, have my non-alcoholic beer. The thing is, I just can't drink. <laughs> I used to, but... Oh, uh, so that was our, our fun <laughs> hang last night, and it was fine. Like, I, I don't want to come off like no, I, no, I'm no. not an elitist. I'm not, you know, too good to hang out with civilians. Like, if you're not in show business, fuck off. No, it's not that. It's just I have so little experience with it. Like, yeah. I have so little. It's been years since I've hung out with people who weren't my friends slash comedians. Well, and I, I'm so bad at small talk. I mean, it's painful for me. So it and is I th- like... I would think you'd be better at it because you, <laughs> you're very warm and bubbly and yeah. you're very approachable. I know. I don't know why you're not good at small talk. I don't enjoy it. Well, nobody enjoys I it. I can do it, but I, I think since I wear all my emotions on my face, you could tell that I'm mm-hmm. in a pain of my own making. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm better. I'm getting better. Well, and I'll we've talked about this before. Like, the neighbor dynamic is interesting because, well, I have a theory. <laughs> this makes me sound like a bad neighbor. Oh, no. Uh, I'm here for small talk or an emergency. Nothing in between. Exactly. Uh, we can talk about the weather for 10 seconds, or if your house is on fire, you can definitely count on me to help. But nothing in between. Yeah, it's a very... <laughs> no, that's a perfect boundary. Because my point is, most friendships or relationships, uh, most all good ones, they, they, they come from an organic place. Yes. You know, and I understand that, you know, they can come from work, you know, oh, we're stuck <laughs> here, uh, you know, by no real choice of our own, like... But but now we at work we have this con like you said this common enemy or this common bond right you have of, to have a common and and other friendships just spawn oh we you know for whatever reason we we met and mm-hmm. you know we're close uh, in proximity and then over time we became emotionally close because we had things in common or whatever but the neighbor thing is like oh the only thing we have in common is we chose this building to live in you know what now that you say that you've always had neighbors growing up right mm-hmm. yeah. Never had a neighbor. Really? I lived on a hill. I grew, now, I loved it when I was a kid because there's yeah. kids to play with. But as yeah. an adult, like the neighbor thing. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I have definitely made an effort since we moved here. And I pride myself in being a good neighbor in that, hey, I'll, I'll go get the trash cans. I'll bring a trash can down. I'll bring a trash no, can up. You're a good neighbor. I'll give you barbecue if I got extra. No, you're nice. I'll, you answer the door. I'll <laughs> run off a... A peeping Tom masturbator who's peeping in your window. And then you'll let everybody know yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, I had to let the neighbors know that there's a creep. So I pride myself in being a good neighbor in that sense, but to take the neighbor relationship and try to uh, transfer it into something more, it's always like, I mean, and if it happens naturally, that's fine. But like, we've had this in the past where like people just try a little too hard to be pals and it's like... Yeah, if you didn't, I don't know, we just don't have much in common I other than we live need, in this neighborhood. Well, here's the thing. I'm very good. Well, I never grew up with neighbors, so I think that's why I was never around small talk. So it was always just my family talk, which was like, oh, let's talk about everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I would be around people, I would just make them laugh, mm-hmm. and it was fun. I was, like, performing, but then I would retreat to my little to my little home mm-hmm. <laughs> on the hill so i got my like space yeah. but i am an extrovert i uh, do love people i, I love the people uh-huh. i love but <laughs> the people but i i don't know i'm very yeah it's something i need to work on yeah. because i really am bad at it i i don't care for it but then i'm very good at talking shit so here's what I was doing throughout the thing. I was waiting for an in. You were trying to, to 
plant little gossip seeds. Yeah. And we, you're very good at that. You were opening that door like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll just open up this conversation. And if it happens to go there, it happens to go there. Mm-hmm. And I, my ears would perk up like, mm-hmm. ooh, let's go here. And then when people are nice and don't gossip, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. I got no branches to climb. Yeah. I got nowhere to, I have so much to gossip about. Yeah. <laughs> And if you don't give me the open door, now I have to talk about your kids. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What are they, two, seven? You've yeah. told me 97 times. I'm never going to remember. <laughs> yeah, the older one's a heck of an athlete. That's what I said. <laughs> I kept saying that too. I, I said, I was trying to, t- uh, to convince the dad to uh, start the kid as a switch hitter because he's starting to mess around with baseball a little bit. And I was like, well, you need to teach him to be a switch hitter. Oh, so you were, here's the thing. You were putting out your baseball seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, baseball, nope, common nope, ground. Nope, nobody took, nobody no bid on that. It. Yeah, no. Nope. That was hard. Yeah. Man. And like, I'm Maybe not, we're, we're the problem. we're the problem. Well, we're and, the creepy people downstairs. <laughs> and that, even, and in, in I'm not trying to make this come off as being egotistical or narcissistic, but even like the comedian angle usually gets civilians uh, something to talk about. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're a comedian. Really? Like, well, where do you perform? Or like, have right. you been on TV? Like, you know, yeah. Ask me any of those. Well, yes, I have been on TV. That's yeah. a good. That's a good conversation starter. Yes. You know, nothing. Not interested. Yeah. <laughs> not, oh, neat. And you're I comic. get it. Yeah. I get. Like yours is much more shiny. Like I'm not going to be like I was an actor. Remember improv class? But even yes, that, like, and, and, and I'm I'm not stroking our ego because you know neither one of us are incredibly accomplished, but. You know, it's it's something. It's an interesting thing. It's more interesting to talk about than if I told you I sold life insurance. If somebody said to me, "Oh, I'm a painter. I was a painter in New York, and we moved out here," I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what?" You know, I I would. Yes. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Let me learn. Yeah. But there was no learning. Yeah. It was very. Uh, it was. It was just there was. It was tension mm-hmm. because I think I feel so badly. Moms across the nation, you guys are. Really, the American heroes. Across the world. We're, we're global. But oh, sorry. Yeah. Around the world. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. This lady is with these goddamn idiots <laughs> all day. All day long. Okay? <laughs> all day yeah. long. Yeah, she's with them all day. And, they, and she was homeschooling before quarantine. So this was like her day-to-day life. And uh, an observation I made. They, uh, not that I'm not shaming anybody. You're not you know, looking down my nose. They only have one vehicle. They only have one car. And he takes it to work. So she, is literally she doesn't even have the power to load up the car stuck. and go on a long drive with him. You know? Yeah, because he's worried that she'll probably just take it over a cliff. I would be too. Listen, it drains you. I love my nephews. I love my nephews. When they were five and fuck, sorry, freaking three Mm -hmm. years old. Oh my God. I could see them for five minute increments and then I'd start crying. Weirdly, it was just, uh, I don't know what to do. Everything smells like weird macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Corn I, chips. I don't know what to do. And they could tell that I'm about to have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. So it's like, want to talk about depression? I'm on meds. No, no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> it's weird. And I, I don't care about Elmo or fucking Lava Girl. And no, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. He keeps asking me if I've seen this kid's movie. And uh, I keep saying no. Shark Man, Lava Girl. Lava Girl and Shark Man. It actually does sound I've, very I've, riveting. I've noticed, I've noticed that he keeps asking, have you seen it? Have you yeah. like given your home? 
homework. And yeah. Like, and it's like, no, no, no. We're not at that point of our friendship. You called me chubby. Yeah. Now I will never see it. I will. Have you seen The Sopranos, kid? You should watch The Sopranos. <laughs> what about Real have Housewives you, of New have York you seen season the Sopranos? 11? Watch The Sopranos. You like Shakespeare? Because that's the modern day Shakespeare <laughs> mofo. Oh, boy. So anyway. anyway so that I'm was healthy. fun. <laughs> People. Um, I've made you more horrible. <laughs> I've made you more horrible because yeah. you used to be like on the edge of normal. Yeah, you're but a bad. Now influence. I've just taken you down with me. Let's segue into another uh, concerning topic here, Boo. Oh no. Um, if okay. speaking of neighbors, um, if our neighbors were to see you today out walking Charlie and they looked closely uh, because you're wearing shorts, they would. One might think. That you got pushed down a flight of stairs. <laughs> okay. Or I know where this is going. Fell out of a speedboat. Okay. I what have... is going on, Boo, with your bruises? I this this affects me too, Boo. <laughs> it really does. So... I think it's funny. Oh, because it's hilarious. You, oh. I just want to walk around with you and be like battered Help woman. Me. Ha ha. Help me. <laughs> um Boo, you're all bruised up. I had a couple falls. What's going um, on? Listen, first of all, let me tell you. People at Walmart that are in the shoe section, great job. This season, Walmart shoes, guys, get into it. Amazing. So I was wearing these new Walmart shoes. Okay. They are flip. They look like Birkenstocks, but they're made, it looks like Croc slash Birkenstocks. I know what you're thinking. By the way, I love the fact that you wear, not necessarily Walmart, because I don't necessarily agree with Walmart, but I love that you will wear Walmart stuff. Or oh, yeah. Like, well, I, if it's I love cute, that you're, it's cute. I love that you're not pretentious and materialistic, by the way. That's a great quality Thank you. you have. Thank you so much. But if it's cute, it's cute. Mm-hmm. So it's cute, but I didn't get really the memo on how to walk in these weird crocky type things. Okay. I love how I'm blaming it on the yeah, shoes. Yeah. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. So I'm with my demon, Charlie, uh-huh. and I am going to Starbucks. It's my one happy place every uh-huh. day. I mean, I love you, boo, and this is my happy place. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's my... That's yeah. your escape. Anyway, so I'm going up a curb and I accidentally fall, but it's not like a graceful, like, oops, I almost tripped and I caught myself because I'm so clumsy. It was a dead... To the ground pavement fall. So you're walking like in the street on the crosswalk and then you're taking a step onto the sidewalk? I parked on the curb. So the passenger door is on the curb side. Okay. I have to exit. Then there's... You walk around the back of the car. Back of the car. You're on the actual roadway, kind of. Yeah. And then you step up onto the sidewalk, the curb. And the curb, I will say the curb is an odd one. How so? It seemed taller. I was <laughs> I was bracing for a smaller curb. It Did was, you look before you stepped? That's a great question. I didn't, and here's why. Because I was just like, oh, curb, curb. I knew what I was doing. You know, I've been around curbs my whole life. Have you? I, <laughs> anyway. So, so you, you went I to take step, step up, and you, you just didn't I step high enough. I think what happened is the, is the shoe got caught, and I fell. I'm going to go with that, Mm -hmm. but I think I just fell. Well, the shoe got caught because you didn't lift your foot and your leg up high enough, correct? Right, because the the curb is a weird height. You were stepping for a six-inch curb, and it was a 10-inch curb. Yes. And clank. And it wasn't a clank. Uh It was a full purse that is the size of Mary Poppins' purse. And I don't get the reference. Okay, well, she's a... She, oh, uh, we have to get into that I know later. Mary Poppins, but I don't know anyway, about Anyway, she would have a huge, huge bag okay. and everything would come out of it. Gotcha. Like umbrellas. Oh, and okay. It was like a mystical thing. Was that thing. like the gag? Yeah. Okay. 
But my purse just goes everywhere. I am on the ground with both hands uh-huh. flat on the ground. So you fall forward. I fall forward. You brace your, your fall with your hands. And my knee took the brunt. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I was just, ow. And this poor guy exiting the Starbucks because I'm almost at the door. Is it's Charlie like, with you? No, he's in the car because okay. he was being a real pill. Okay. And he just looks at me and he's like, um, Art. Like he was questioning what's even going on. And he's like, are you, are you okay? Like it was a pause. It was like, what? And I was like, it's fine. Go. You said go. (laughs) Get away from me. (laughs) Go. This quarantine is not helping my social skills. Mm. I don't want to look at people in the eye anymore. I just want to get my coffee and run home. So that was, uh, that was, that was one. So the next day. So, Okay. Now, I kind of lied to you about that. The next day, I had to park somewhere different. Okay. So the fall the next day was different because okay. I had a full beverage in my hand. So you took a tumble, With an ag- aggressive coffee. tumble, two days in a row? Yeah. At the same location, <laughs> yes. going into the same store. Yes. That's the real shame of it is it's one thing to fall at leaving a store. <laughs> So twice you've fallen going into a store, and you've picked yourself up, dusted yourself off, and you've had to go into the store where everybody saw you fall. To my credit, the first time, yes, that did happen. These Starbucks people, though, they're angels from heaven. I love them. Mm-hmm. They treat me so nicely because I tip them a lot well, every they, day. they think you're special Okay, needs. shut up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, laugh So at the her. first one, I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. The next day, I was exiting and oh, fell. So oh. that's totally different. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I that's had Charlie fine. with me. That You'll was never a- see these people again <laughs> at the place you go to every and day. And I don't get like a small, cute latte, like, and then sip it and enjoy it like normals. I get Trenta jugs of coffee, and you get more than one sometimes. I got two yesterday. I uh, did, and he gave f- me a drink carrier. When you first started doing that, one time you came a few months ago. You came home with two giant, and I said, "Oh, I don't like iced coffee." And you're like, "Yeah, this ain't for you. It's for me. It's, it's for my, later. It's my, it's my afternoon coffee." <laughs> you came with two double-fisted Trenta iced coffees. Yeah. So one of the Trento iced coffees completely fell onto the ground. I managed to save the other two drinks because I got you your cute little drink Uh and I got mine. So then I put those on the ground and then I am sweeping the coffee with my arm off the sidewalk because people are walking by. Oh, I just left that. And and they were looking at me, but I, I was doing that as a ploy to not look at my battered leg because it... Again, same knee, fell on the same knee, and Charlie's there taking a piss, and then I'm just sweeping to coffee. It was just... So then I didn't have the balls to go in mm-hmm. and say, I had spilled yeah. my coffee because I didn't want them to think I was special. Mm-hmm. So I just ordered another one. Oh, you went back in <laughs> and paid for another one? <laughs> Boo. But will you stand up real quick? Let me get a look at these legs. Okay. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Okay. I want to. I want to describe noises. what I'm seeing. Okay, guys. And you have great legs, by Thank the way. You. I've always thought you had some. The only thing I have going on for me. Um. All right. So there's one, two. Boy, that's a lot of bruising. Three, four. Well, I also put on bronzer yesterday, so maybe that's making it pop. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that might be mm-hmm. making the bruises pop. That's a lot of bruises, boo. Well, I'm clumsy. You look like a battered woman. 
I got to tell you, I know you're always worried about me with this. I got scared. The second fall, I got scared. I was like, this isn't normal. Like, and I don't what drink. What is going on, Pooh? I don't Are know. you just that uncoordinated? I think it's too many things. Uh-huh. I'm not used to carriers. Mm. He gave me a carrier. The carriers are faulty at Starbucks. I'm, I love Starbucks. It's my dream. Mm-hmm. If we could get married there, I would. That's an idea, by the way. No. Let's put a pin in that. Okay. And... Uh, but the carriers are very shallow. Mm-hmm. I have these huge drinks. Oh, so they're not really the base. Right. They, they tip so over. So if I was normal and I had like a grande. It's like an SUV with a lift kit. Exactly. It tips over. Tips over. Gotcha. So that, but the, the first day, there's no excuse. It was a uh, full fall. Well, and we joke about this, boo, but I am serious <laughs> when I say this. I just don't want you to die a stupid death. I used to get really offended by this, and now I understand why you're saying it, and I am equally afraid. I don't want you to die at all, but I definitely, (laughs) I don't want you to be the woman who gets hit by a bus on her bicycle or falls off a boat and drowns. Like, I... And you get annoyed at me sometimes because... Yeah, because I'm like, let me live my life, man. I am living my truth. You need a little bit of supervision, (laughs) Boo. I'm and not even, special, guys, and this you, isn't mansplaining. It's true. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to mansplain. I hit my... I have long limbs. Mm-hmm. I hit my... I think my elbow about three times a day uh-huh. on walls. Just walking. Just living. Yeah. I hurt myself living. Yeah. I don't know. You're, I mean, all the good ones die young. I'm a nice young lady. Well, and you're easily distracted, but you if you have so many great qualities, and I love you for all of them. I never and like you this have, sandwich. You have very few. Stra- you have very few negative qualities. Aww. Very few. But I if don't think and I, have I don't even say this is oh, negative yeah. per se because it's not uh, your intent isn't you're not trying to do this. But boo, you have you have a problem with focus. Oh, and like hundred percent. When I have ADD drive, books that I'm reading, ADHD, ADDH. A. That's okay, boo. I understand. I know. I wasn't uh, even trying to do a bit. That was me remembering what it was. Oh, the irony. But, boo, when you drive, you don't focus. You're, you're talking. You're, that's not you're true. messing with the radio. You, Charlie's in your lap. That's normal. That's not That's not okay, too, because <laughs> he's a distraction. No, he's he likes the window time. I understand. He, he likes may, the driver's I'm side window I'm sure he time. does like that. I'm saying that's not adding to your safety Well, regimen. I think even Charlie's been concerned lately mm. because he's been doing the back seat. Yeah. He hasn't even been sitting in my lap. <laughs> he taught himself how to use a seatbelt. He's belt. like, oh, boy. <laughs> he's buckling she up. She needs some help. Uh-oh. Oh, boo. Yeah. I'm not. Well, it's weird because you're so graceful. If you were to look at us, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, she must be the graceful dancer one mm-hmm. who's beautifully skinny and not chubby. He's just the fat meatball. And you're honestly... I'm graceful for a big dude. You're very graceful. Mm-hmm. No, you have great balance. Like, you're mm-hmm. very good at stuff. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. <laughs> Boo, I just don't want you to die a stupid death. <laughs> well, you were an athlete, like, on real sports. Like, mm-hmm. you were a baseball player. I played baseball and I played you, football. Yeah. And so you, you got that... I I was a runner, mm-hmm. so all I had to do was fucking go straight, mm-hmm. <laughs> just follow the road. <laughs> <laughs> but I fell there, too, a lot. I fell on runs. Yeah, boo. I just, you know, I love you, and I care about you, and I, I just don't want to see you get hurt. Well, sorry not all of us know how to walk properly. I know. I'm a <laughs> tremendous athlete. You are. <laughs> 
Uh, but other than that, uh, you doing all right? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good, and I, I'm really, I'm really happy for you. You're happy for me? Yeah. Why? Because guess what happened this week? Baseball's back. Yeah. He has a real smile. This is like a real smile, guys. This is a grin. This is real. I I can feel the excitement. And it it makes me happy that you're happy. I love it so much. You do. I really love baseball. And I love those cardboard cutouts more than words. Yeah. I want their stories. I I wish they had name tags. Like, I just want to know them. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about and you don't know or care about baseball, uh, baseball's back. Um, Normally, uh, baseball plays... Uh, give or take a few days from uh, April 1st to September 31st or September, the last day of September. Roughly, so, uh, that's the season. Six very months. long season. And it's 162 Half games. A year. 162 games. Um, now, you know, obviously, we know why it got postponed uh, to COVID and whatnot, uh, but they're going to do a 60-game season. They're going to play 60 games. Every team's going to play 60 games in about... 65, 66 days. So every day there's a game. Yeah. Everybody. um, Or multiple games. And this is weird. Uh, There's no no fans, no audience allowed in any of the stadiums. Um, So, which I got a little taste of. UFC came back about a month ago, and they started doing that. They... uh, they they have well now they got this weird little island over in Dubai or Abu Dhabi. But I uh, love how people are on islands yeah. and then like I don't know. But uh, when UFC first came back a few months ago, they were in Jacksonville at this big like basketball or hockey arena, like fifteen twenty thousand seats, no fans, Whoa. just person UFC personnel and the and the, the fighters uh, crew and you know coaches and stuff. So anyway, so baseball is doing that now too. All these stadiums, you know, Dodger Stadium roughly probably holds 40,000, 45,000 people. There's 12 people in the stadium, and it's oh. weird. So what many of these stadiums are doing, uh, instead of just looking out at all these empty seats, they're putting cardboard cutouts of fans. Uh, every team's different, but I think, like, you tried – that was real sweet that you tried to get me one for the Braves. You can you can buy a card- – You can buy a cardboard cutout, you, you, but the you, Braves was sold out. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? Which is weird because – well, we haven't seen their home stadium yet because they've been on the road, so – it's odd that they would sell out because does that mean they sold 50,000 cardboard cutouts? I mean, that's great then. Good for them. But uh, anyway, so they got these cardboard cutouts and it's just, just fans, you know, just a picture, a life-size picture of a fan. And uh, so it's weird. And I just want all of them. And I, I want animals to be there. I want just all the cardboard cutouts. There was one of... Young Tom Hanks selling yeah, hot dogs? Yeah, I, I didn't understand what that was that about. That was kind of It was like a, a 25-year-old Tom Hanks in a hot dog vendor outfit. But I love it. Yeah. Let's, let's put Jimmy Dugan in there. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just get old baseball movies and put them in <laughs> the seats? But one thing else uh, that is interesting to see, uh, baseball players, from the beginning of time, it's just something that you do. And you can't even, I played baseball and I did this and it's just second nature. It's subconscious. Most of them don't even realize they do it. Um, But nobody on the planet spits more than a baseball player. Something about being on a baseball field makes you want to spit. Why? I don't know. Uh, some people are chewing tobacco or dip and then they have to spit. Okay, I get that, yeah. But... You just spit. I don't know why baseball players spit and they scratch their balls. You know, that's the old hack thing. Well, they're not scratching their balls. They're adjusting their cup. Those cups can be itchy and uh, intrusive. So you're always adjusting your cup and you're always spitting. And now to Hmm. see these players like trying, because you know that they 
they had a class last week. All right, listen, these are the things you can't do this season. The producers of baseball are like, not, listen. Try not to spit. <laughs> and watching all these players, like, either try not to spit or a couple guys I've seen spit and then, like, like oh, shit, sorry. You know, have this Aww. look on their face. Like, I know I'm not supposed to do that. But, um, yeah, it's funny watching these guys try not to spit. That's just a new garbage collector. Oh. We just see it. What fun. We always see these weirdos walk by our house. Oh, go to the back. Well, I guess... Okay, I understand the tobacco spitting. Mm-hmm. I understand there's sunflower. I feel like there's a real big sunflower community mm-hmm. in the baseball people world. So you're chewing on sunflower mm-hmm. seeds. I'm assuming that's like so yeah, you that's won't part of yeah. Chew tobacco, well, or yeah. is it just kind of or there? just something? Yeah, they the ones who don't chew dip or chew tobacco do sunflower seeds or, or bubble gum. I don't know what the oral fixation is with baseball, but it's just you're outdoors. There's no clock. You know, time is not really a factor. So let's just hang out and chew some gum or chew some dip or whatever. Well, I know, I know people dip, who do, uh, who have sunflower seeds and stuff, and they usually do it because they're bored. Uh-huh. Now, do you think these baseball players might be bored? Well, of course. So Basically, they're bored off their ass. If you're not playing in the game, it's definitely boring. Because, okay. you, you know, only nine guys are on the field. Uh, traditionally, you have 25 players on the team. I think this year they upped it to 30. Oh. So, you know, two-thirds of the team is it's not, just it's not it's just sitting. And even and when you're batting, even the people that are playing are just sitting in the dugout. So, oh, oh yeah, baseball, I mean, they're, I'm not, they're not bored like because they love baseball and they're in the game, but physically they're bored. Oh, they got to keep their hands yeah, busy. Yeah, they're just, gotcha. I'm just sitting here. Okay, that know. makes sense. Yeah. I get that. I get so. that. Huh. And I, I, there, there's an old story. Uh, baseball fans will remember Lenny Dykstra. I think we talked about Lenny this. Dykstra. Yeah. They have he has a car wash. Yeah, I'm in sorry. Corona. We, we already talked about that. But yeah, he, I thought you were talking about the car wash. Yeah, he chewed so much <laughs> tobacco. He now he he wouldn't dip. He would chew wads a chaw oh. of tobacco. But uh, he would chew. So, and he played center field. He chewed so much tobacco that opposing center fielders would often report. That when they would go out to center field to play, that there would just be there they would uh, their cleats would squish. Oh, they would make squishy little puddles of tobacco spit. That's how much that do. Classic dude. Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he has a car wash because he liked the squishy noise. Yeah. Look I at don't. You. I was trying to connect him. Look at that you connecting f- the dots. Favorite. You know what? I don't. I don't even think we're going to take any calls this week. We'll save those for next week. We're we're already doing well, but because I, there's still more I want to get to this week. Oh, right. okay. There's one more thing I definitely want to oh, talk about. Oh, I love this. Oh, um, way, to, way to throw a curveball. Yeah. Am I right? um, <laughs> no, and, and guys, thank you so much for the calls. Thank you guys. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep calling, but uh, you know, I, we'll get to these next week. Um, one last thing I want to talk to you oh dear. about is... Uh, I don't want kids. And we made reference to it uh, right. earlier, but uh, what, what's, what, what's... And I don't mean this as an insult. Charlie, you all right, bud? Is that um, oh, boy. <laughs> God, this guy is so stupid. He's the dumbest dog. He's trying to dig don't the hardwood no shit, floor. Truman. Don't drink the... Truman's okay. not taking oh any shit boy. from him. Oh, boy, this is a problem. Boo, uh, and I mean this with uh, with all love and sincerity. What's, go, what's, what's, what's going on with your face? Okay, mm-hmm. so thank you for asking. You have a beautiful face, by the thank way. Thank you. I, I, I love your smile. <laughs> I love your silly face. But what uh, what happened? I, I mauled it on purpose. Uh-huh. I paid a woman to maul it for me. Okay. Um, it's called... Charlie, chill out, bud. Hey, relax. Guys, listen. I spent one full week... Mm-hmm. At my father's house. Yeah. Now, this isn't 
Yeah, this is your first week back, by the this way. This is my so first week back. Welcome so back. Thank you. And I usually have a period about a week, week and a half where I'm a crazy B word mm-hmm. to you. And I'm sorry, but <laughs> because I'm um, decompressing mm-hmm. from the father visit. Now, listen. That's not true. You're not, you're not a, you're thank not you, a but crazy I'm, bitch. Okay. Well. You're a little um, moody here and I'm there. I'm moody. Yeah. Uh, but seven days of hanging out with my dad, not, morning till night. Mm-hmm. And not just, and my dad, God love him, but he needs all the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you needy. can't do anything. Like, you can't be on the computer, you can't be on the phone. When you're watching Storage Wars, you have to be engaged. Mm-hmm. So, I, for a present, because my, my therapist says I have to reward myself okay, with self care. Yeah. So, my self care, usually people get massages or like, you know, nice things. Yeah, Truman, hey, I Truman. know. But I decided to get micro-needled contoured. Okay, now, what is that and what does it do? <laughs> okay, so contouring. Who for, is your daddy and what does he do? Where's that from? Sorry, kindergarten cop. Sorry. Oh, I Remember love that? that movie. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Did you also, were you into, sorry, sidebar, Beethoven? Were you too old for that? Do you remember Beethoven, the smash hit movie about a St. Bernard and a Oh, the dog. I thought you meant actual Beethoven. <laughs> no, the classical yeah. music. <laughs> what if all of a sudden I'm like, I'm really into symphonies? Um, no, I never saw Beethoven. The okay, so movie. that wasn't. Okay, so mm-hmm. kindergarten cop more your style. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out your style back in the day, mm-hmm. your little. I'm not date. saying that was my style. That's just a movie I saw. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be identified. I love how I'm just trying to derail the. Okay, microneedling. Mm-hmm. Is when they take this weird. Okay, well, this one she has like a machine. Like I don't know what's going on with her. She's getting some new stuff. It's fun, but she was like, "Do you want to try my?" Because I got micro needle last time, but this time she wanted to do my micro contouring, and I was like, "Sure, I'm adventurous." And what's the difference? Okay, so she just she went deeper, but in my neck. Now, what is she using? What tool or equipment? It's is she a using? large. It looks like. You know what? It looks like a small deodorant roll, like, you know, but with needles and they vibrate. Okay. And she has to numb you because it does kind of hurt, but she has to numb me twice because I'm such a baby. How does she numb you? Uh, With this cream. They put cream on and then they're just like, okay. So then she doesn't, you're kind of there for about 20, 25 minutes and, and she's just rolling this shit on your face. And then she takes steam and she cleans it up and then she does it again. So what it's supposed to do is take the collagen in your body and, I don't know, make you look younger. Okay? I don't. My mom, I loved her. I love her. Uh-huh. She was a wonderful woman. But she had a turkey neck. No, what do you mean by that? Okay. So turkey necks, and all the ladies know what I'm talking about, is when you you used to have a neck, but then the skin oh, gets so right, right, loose right. Like from the, your chin the to loose your chin. Yeah, yeah. And look, not necessarily a double chin. It's just not a, a double loose chin. chin. So I and guys get that too. Old men get that. Yeah, yeah. guys totally get it. But mm-hmm. you guys are so lucky because you grow beards yeah. and hide them. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. I'd look weird. Mm-hmm. I've tried to grow a beard. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Michael, Mike, Michael Kors. What, Mike? <laughs> That's a designer. Microneedling contouring um, wasn't the best thing I should have done. Here's the thing: I'm very my sin, much like my soul. Mm-hmm. I'm a sensitive person, okay. so everything Inside on me is and sensitive. Out. Yeah, like I bruise like a peach. Like uh-huh. it's weird, yeah. okay. And uh, I didn't think since I got it done before, uh-huh. 
I thought, okay, it's not going to be as bad. Yeah. But you have to go to multiple treatments, she told me. So you have oh. to get it multiply done, so then you see the results. So right now, I'm in between. I, I Guys, I look bad, okay? I no, look no. like... You're looking a lot better. It was bad, though. The, and you hadn't seen me for a week. The day it happens, it's a little alarming. Looks like you got stung by the world's largest bee. And it's br- like I have anti-bruise cream. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It like throbs. I still can't feel this part of my neck. Mm. It's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing this, guys. I'm I'm turning older soon. I think I'm going through. Our something. birthdays are next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have uh, our birthdays are five days apart. Yeah. Dave likes his birthday because well, he grew years, up in a loving home. Six years and five days apart. I hate my birthday, mm-hmm. and I don't like it, and I don't know why. And it's a weird thing, but I'm trying to like it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I'm getting older, and I wanted to look right and tight. And mm-hmm. guess what happened? I blew up like a goddamn balloon, Yeah, and I looked terrifying, yes. and little kids are calling me chubby. It, I mean, it's alarming that first day. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie. It's... It's 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 jarring. Guys, it, it, it doesn't look me. good. And I wish I had the balls and strength to be like before and after, yeah, like day one. It's okay. like, I'm not going to take a fucking picture yeah, because I'm going to scare people. Yeah. And people are going to be like, wow, she moved to Long Beach and just lost it all. Yeah. You look like, <laughs> you know how some alcoholics, like when they get to be like 50, 60, they just get all puffy. Yeah. You look like... You had 55 years of drinking uh, crammed into a week. Now. You're puffy. That really hurts my feelings, but I know no, you no. don't mean it mean. No. I know. But it shouldn't hurt your feelings because, because we've identified a, the reason. Yeah. That's my point. Like, I'm not trying to be mean or insensitive, but like. <laughs> you, you did this to yourself. You did this to yourself. <laughs> no, it is. It's And, and it's we hard. know why. I'm not saying just, just in general you yes. look puffy and you're weird. No, you it's a reaction to a cosmetic thing that you chose to have. That's very true. So and also I don't think you can you know, don't don't get too sensitive about that. No, no, and know? I'm sorry, you're right. I do it and it's hard because usually normal normal women that get this done, they can literally walk out. And be fine. Uh-huh. And they have a, a chiseled jaw and they look like a goddamn champion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i probably allergic to something or something. Like, this mm-hmm. seems aggressive. Yeah. And it should have already been down. And you and you just, the way you're looking at me right now. I'm looking just, in your eyes. So no, I know. You're like trying to not. Yeah. <laughs> trying not to look. <laughs> no, it looks a lot better. It does. Because how many days ago was that? Oh, my God. Like four? Four or five days ago? Yeah. Yeah, so day one was... was. But then I called her because mm-hmm. I did get nervous day two. I didn't want to tell normal? you. <laughs> and she said, oh, well, maybe some... You know, you might be a four to six week person where it takes that long to go down. And I was like, if I would have known... It's my birthday coming up. Do you think I want birthday pictures where I look like a goddamn gross thing? Birthday pictures are for the angles, the the diva light that mm-hmm. you have on. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look good on your birthday. And you're like, look, look how pretty I am. Yay, 30, whatever it is. Oh, are you one of those people? No, I'm the- 30, going to be 30. Oh. Seven? Am I 37? You're going to be 37. Yeah. You okay with that? I don't know why this is such a shocker. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's because, I don't know. We'll go into this another time. This is a whole other thing. Why Why do people get... Uh, I just didn't because think it was... Well, It's I not knew, a character flaw. Right. It's not anything you've done wrong. People, Everybody like, ages. Here's the thing. 
it's selfish and ego driven. Uh-huh. I am disgusting when it comes to oh, I thought I was going to be somewhere else at this age. Oh, okay. Well, we all deal with that. But it's like then I'm like okay, well at least physically. I know this sounds so fucked up, but I, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can control this. Like, uh-huh. I look good at this age. Uh-huh. I, I, I just, you know, guys, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. Well, I with think, what I have, I think you're everything's great, boo. And I just don't. I understand why my sister did a bunch of plastic surgery. I do not. I do. I, I think I get it because she was trying to control. Like, I understand the mentality of it and how you could get washed up in that world. Because you have these people that are like, hey, you could do this, and it'll look better. And you're like, all right. I don't, but it doesn't look better. Okay. How does looking like Mrs. Potato Head, how is that a something one would strive for? And I'm not saying her. I'm saying some of these women that yeah. get way too many cosmetic surgeries, they look like Mrs. Potato Head. Some of them do. However... Some of them do other things that you have to like, like the microneedling and the fun, you know, all that shit. And they look like champions. I know some women that look like they're reversing, like Benjamin Button. So is the goal to have uh, elective surgery and for people not to be able to tell? The goal is for you, I think the goal for me at least, is to feel better. Like I, I got this crazy facial done and I remember... Like a couple years ago, leaving and being like, and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Like I literally felt good about myself. Okay. And, it, and it was such a, oh, like it was a confidence booster. But the I'm talking about the women with the duck lips and not only the lips, but also the weird Joker smile that the just... Just don't do that. Don't, I'm not going to do that. Th- I'm that not looks so that. bad. I'm not. You most of the women that, that you watch on that. Real Housewives, they look awful. They don't look good. They look. There weird. are some good no- normal ones. I'm not trying to be a Real Housewife. Okay. I'm literally wanting to keep my chin from looking like my turkey mom. I okay. love my mom. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a chin. You know she didn't have a chin. It's okay. You could tell me. I don't. She didn't. Well, she was also in her mid seventies. Like I'm saying, how'd she look when she was thirty seven? I bet she looked great. I bet she looked fine. Yeah, but I don't want to have. uh, If I can, if I can do. Look, Uh God gave me what I am. Uh I'm gonna wrap this package as best as I can. Okay. okay? And so if I have to do this goddamn thing, I'm gonna do it. Just don't get the. the I'm not gonna get the lips. Okay, that's so bad. Trust me, like, and I know that like women don't try to impress men; they're trying to impress other women. No, I'm trying to impress myself. You can travel the globe and not find a man, a heterosexual man, who's like, "Yeah, that looks good." And you would be surprised how many men get this. Oh yeah, and that's fucking lame. I'm sorry. You would no. You know, fucking lame for you would probably get micro contoured if you had to be. Yes, you would be like, okay, why not? Why not try this? Listen, this is a whole nother bag of worms we're opening. Fellas, stop dyeing your beard. Oh, yeah, that does. Guys who dye their beard, you're fucking dorks. Also, guys, just shave your head if you're losing the hair. It's not going to come back. I'm sorry, it's genetic. Guys, listen, from somebody with a hair made of nightmares, this is Katie talking, shave it. Just Get rid of it. And by the way, let me not preface, whatever the opposite of preface is. Uh, I understand the double standard, especially in showbiz. I get the pressure for women to always look their best and look younger. And guys, hey, I'm a fat slob, whatever. I get that. I'm just saying 
with under no measuring stick does it look good. I just some think of it, okay. some of it. I mean, there are women who, who've sisters. done it well. Okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, it Beauty products and all that shit is always, they're super expensive. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, but you, it's almost like the hidden language that ladies speak. It's mm-hmm. like, I did that bit once where it's like, what kind of serum do you use? Like, it's true. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to know mm-hmm. if somebody has really pretty skin mm-hmm. and they're my age, I am like, okay, is it genetics or is it, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's genetics, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're like, oh, girl. Let me break it down for you. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's a self-care routine. And so then, you know, little tips. Okay, witch hazel. Why not use that with a cotton ball? And then, mm-hmm. you know, you go down a fun road. Okay. It's fun. Okay. It's like my version of Pogs. What's that? Remember Pogs when no. you were little? Uh-uh. Oh, you're old. What's that? Pogs were these little things that you tra- They were like in the troll doll era. And they were uh, like little circles. And you would trade them and you would play Pog games. I don't know. People are going to... I ruined that. Oh, I didn't explain it well. Yeah. But anyway. That must have been right after my, my time with that kind of stuff. Did you ever have troll dolls? No. Oh. No, I remember them. Weren't they... You stick them on the end of a pencil and the hair, they had the hair. Those were little pencil troll dolls. Oh, okay. But no, they Those had the ones. troll dolls that were like this big and they had different themes. Oh. They had different hair colors. You could, oh, I loved troll dolls. You know what I did love? <laughs> and I've been, for years, I've been trying to figure out how to do a bit about this. Um, but you know what toy I loved? And in the moment, even back then, I, I knew, like, this isn't right, Dave. Oh, no. You're a little boy. Oh, you no, shouldn't I'm be. I'm so excited. You shouldn't be into I I was upset. I never had one because I was too embarrassed to ask my parents for one. But I loved Care Bears. I loved the Care Bears. I did too. I loved Care Bears. But I thought they and am I Care Bear Stare? Were they were they unisex? They were were unisex. Okay, they were, but they were for little. But because of all the pastel colors and stuff, I just assumed like this is a girl's toy. But I love them, and I would like we'd go to Walmart or wherever, and like I'd break off and just accidentally wander into the Care Bear aisle. Oh, that is so cute. Did you ever get a like? Did you ever get one? No, I, like I said, I was too embarrassed to admit that I was, but I, you know, or I'd go over to my cousin's house and his sister would have one and I'd be like, oh, what's this? And I'd sneak <laughs> off to the bathroom and play with it. Like, well, I, they have secret powers. Yeah, I get it. I thought they the Care were Bears freaking were cool. But I thought at the same time, like, does this mean I'm gay? Oh, like, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> but yeah, I was ashamed to admit that I love the Care Bears. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to get you a Care Bear Give for your birthday. Bear. Now... I'm secure enough in my sexuality and like my masculinity. I'll fucking sit around and play with a Care Bear all you day. You should have your own Care Bear, like a uh-huh. barbecue Care Bear, uh-huh. like a brown Care yeah. Bear with a barbecue yeah, thing. Yeah, with an apron on. Yeah. Little tongs. <laughs> His Care Bear stare <laughs> is just barbecue smell. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, give me a Care Bear for my birthday. I will. I'm going to find one. But, uh, Challenge accepted. And... Get me some knee pads, and I guess, I don't know, a helmet? Yeah, you need supervision. I'm going to have to get a giant stroller. I need to be successful so I can just hire a best friend, a.k.a. an assistant. Mm-hmm. And they don't even need to do anything. They yeah. just need to hang out with me and make yeah. sure I don't die. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh on that note. 
Well, it's good catching up, boo. Good catching up, boo. Uh, I did miss you last Aww. week. I'm, I'm glad you're back. I miss you too. I, I don't do well when you're not here. I just uh, I need supervision as well. I'm not gonna. I'm not pretend gonna lie that I've to got you. It, all figured uh, out. it was alarming. Yeah. What was uh, alarming? Well, the refrigerator. See, oh. I know when you're in a good place uh-huh. and you're like thriving because the refrigerator is just packed, and you're like, I made lasagna one no, night. No, but and you I do made- that. You pack the fridge. Oh. Well, I love, I opened it up and it just looked like old Katie fridge, which is like. Well, I was trying to go through, I was trying to eat all the groceries yeah. without buying any more, getting takeout. Like, so when you were gone, I was just, Eating you know. groceries. Yeah, chipping away at the groceries. Oh, so you're like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. You came home and it wasn't like completely empty. It was. Well, yeah. It just didn't look as happy mm-hmm. as I would have liked it to. Yeah. No, you do do a good job. Uh, and I, I always mention that, how much I appreciate that, like. Like, and I'm I'm not trying to, you know, woe is me, but shit, there were times where, there were times where I literally didn't have a refrigerator. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then there sure. were times when I did that, you know, I didn't have money to fill it up. So like, it, it, it does uh, warm my heart when I come home and you're just like, bam. And I'm like, holy shit, look at all that stuff. I am a fan of a packed fridge, but mm. an organized packed fridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should see some of the Pinterest boo of people that organize their fridges. Oh, yeah? Ooh, there's like there's like baskets in there with fresh fruit, and it, it looks like an art piece. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. So. Right on. Fun fact. <laughs> oh, boo. Good to be back. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll forego uh, any uh, voicemails uh, this week, just uh, in the interest of time, because we got a little rambling this week. But uh, keep those calls coming. Uh, let me see. I always forget uh, our oh, own word number. of mouth. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, yeah, word of mouth. Uh, 562-548-2012. 562 Go ahead, uh, if you haven't done that already, if you're listening to this podcast, why not go ahead and put us in your phone? How fun. Yeah, go, give us a little Go calls. ahead and create new contact, baby. Uh-huh. The Stonebergs, 562-548-2012, in that order. Oh, and, uh, that's that joke no, no again. No one ever laughs at that joke. Um, but yeah, call us 24-7, and uh, next week we will get back to the phone calls and the voicemails and uh, the half-cocked advice. Uh, word of mouth this week, I watched this when you were gone, boo, and I have not laughed at a comedy special this hard in a oh. long time. Okay. I laughed so hard uh, that I almost pulled a muscle at the new Eddie Pepitone special Oh, for the masses. I love Eddie Pepitone. It's uh, it's a rental. You got to rent it. Uh, you know, uh, Amazon. You can rent it. It's like three ninety nine. Uh, iTunes or Apple. You can rent it uh, wherever you, you you rent stuff. Um, but Eddie Pepitone for the masses, so funny. One bit in particular. I'm not going to do the bit. I'll just give the premise. Um, the premise is uh, uh, cocky Alzheimer's. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. And I know you're not supposed to joke about Alzheimer's. I know that's a serious shit, but he just does this bit about how if he ever got Alzheimer's, he would still be confident (laughs) and cocky. And it's one of the funniest bits I have ever seen. And I can't recommend it enough. Um, Did I ever tell you my Eddie Pepitone story? No. Oh, man, this is... I don't know how interesting this is, but this really... um, this always sticks out in my memory. Um, all right, I just moved to Los Angeles before I even met you. I met you about six months after I moved to L.A. Ooh. So this was before. This, I had only been in L.A. for like a month, month Aww. and a half. And I'm sitting in the van, and it's like 9 o'clock at night. And uh, I'm in Los Feliz, a little side street. I'm, I uh, love Los Feliz. For those who know the area, my, uh, my main little spot was uh, uh, Hillhurst at Clayton. Right where the fire department is. Yeah. If you're going north on Hillhurst, if you're coming up Virgil, 
Virgil turns into Hillhurst uh, once you cross over uh, Sunset and Hollywood, that, that triangle there, or that five-way stop. Anyway, if you're going up Hillhurst, the, after that intersection, the first little side street on the left is Clayton. There's a uh, fire department right there and a big empty parking lot right there. It was just my hot spot, my, one of the best parking spots in the city. Uh, for multiple reasons. And Los Feliz is like a <laughs> little on the east side of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it's just the cutest little, it's almost like just a small town. Yeah, it's a cute little and area. And now it's crazy busy, but yeah. back then it, uh, it used to be like a fun little gem, like no one really knew about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forget all hipster. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, you're sitting in your so van. So I'm, I'm sitting in the van, been in LA for about six weeks. I'm poor as shit. I don't have any money because I, I wasn't working. I was trying to, you know, I'd saved up a little bit, you know, to move out here and you know, I was on the road back and forth, so I didn't, at that time, eventually, six months later, I got a part-time job, and that's where I met you, uh, but at this time, it wasn't working part-time, just trying to live off comedy money, living in the van, I'm in a new city, just just, just one of those days where I'll admit, I was just, I was like, and again, not what was me, this was a self-induced hardship that I chose to, to take on, but uh, those first few months were tough, you know, mm-hmm. just like, oh shit, like I'm technically homeless, I don't have anywhere to go, mm-hmm. I'm in this van, did I make the right choice? You know, I'm doing all this for comedy, and who knows if that'll ever work out. So I'm just sitting in the van, and I'm uh, I'm sitting in the driver's seat, but the van's parked, and I got my window rolled down, and that's that's what I would that do every night. Thing. Yeah, I know. That was my version <laughs> of like drunkenly walk by and be like, hey, I'd be like, oh, a couple times you would walk by while I'm just sitting on the porch, uh, but I got mm-hmm. I got the driver's side window rolled down. I'm sitting in the driver's seat, and I'm just you know the, the vehicle's off. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I haven't showered in three days. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, and I'm fucking just depressed and uh, just listening to the night sounds of Los Feliz. And then in the distance, I hear, I kept hearing, and this is pretty common in L.A., but I just kept hearing what I thought was a like a crazy homeless man just screaming. <laughs> and this just goes on for a few minutes, just screaming. <laughs> I couldn't make out what he was saying, but like I could tell it was three or four blocks away. But you could just hear it echoing, just this crazy guy just fucking screaming. And after about 10 minutes, I I, I got out of the van. I was like, I got to go see what's, is this guy's okay? Is this man dying? Is Does he need help? And I'm in shorts and uh, I think I had flip-flops on, just hadn't showered, old dirty shirt. And I stagger up a couple blocks and I stumble upon what I now know is a restaurant called Best Fish Taco. Mm-hmm. And what I now know is every Tuesday night they have an outdoor comedy show. A huge comedy. Yeah, like this is a big, yeah. big show. It's out on the patio of this little taco, fish taco spot. And they pack in probably two or 300 people in this little bitty patio. And I'm getting closer. And I'm like, oh, that's a comedy show. I get a little closer. Oh, shit. That's not a crazy homeless man. That's Eddie Pepitone. And I walk up, and there's this huge comedy show, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I, I knew I've never that's met Eddie, so but I, I was a fan. I was like, "Oh, that's not a crazy homeless guy. That's Eddie Pepitone screaming at a comedy audience." So I, I stumble up, and I'm watching the show from the very back, and then I run into a, another comic that I just met a few weeks ago. He's like, "Oh, hey, Dave, how's it going?" I'm like, "Hey, man." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know about this show." And he goes, oh, yeah, it's a great show every Tuesday. And like a couple seconds later, this other guy walks up, and this guy is the booker of the show. And my friend says, uh, hey, Jason, this is my buddy David. He's a great comic, just moved here from Atlanta. You should you should consider putting him on the show in the future. And the guy's like polite, but kind of the dust off. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, great. I'll email me. We'll figure out a few months. We'll get you on. And so I'm just sitting there watching the show, no big deal. And about five minutes later, the booker comes back up, and I'm still hanging out with that same dude. And he goes, um, 
Dave, right? And I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, um, and he looked at my buddy and goes, he's, he, you're sure he's solid? Like, you vouch for him? And my buddy's like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a good comic. And he goes, you want to go up right now? And I'm like. After Eddie Pepper. Yeah, I'm in shorts. I'm oh, fucking dirty. No. My hair's messed up. You know, I was just, 10 minutes later, I'm contemplating suicide in the van. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but I was just, it was just a bummed out night. And he's like, do you, you want to go up after Eddie? And I go, uh, and I don't like going up spur of the moment. I like to, I like to know all day. I like to think about my set and mentally prepare myself. And he goes, uh, I go, sure. And he goes, all right, well, I just lit him. Here's the problem. We have a secret headliner and he's not here yet, but he's in route. Just go up. And he's like, could you, if you had to, could you do 15 or 20? Oh my God. And I was like, you know, yeah, I can do 20. Yeah, of course. Uh, but like. But on the you don't yeah, really on a know. Whim, you yeah, yeah. Ready. I didn't even I didn't even have a notepad or pen. I couldn't oh, even make God. out a set list, you know. So I'm making out a set list in my head, and he goes, oh, "Well, just go until I light you, until the uh, headliner gets here." And the headliner, or the secret headliner, was Pat Oswalt. Oh. So ten minutes earlier, I'm just bummed out, questioning all my life choices, and the next thing I know, I'm following Eddie Pepitone and and going before who at the time and still definitely uh, Patton was my guy. Yeah. Patton oh, was well, always yeah. one of my top guys that, that made me want to start comedy. And uh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> I get out of the van to go see if this crazy homeless man needs help. And uh, I, I realize it's Eddie Pepitone. And then I, I get to do a set following him and, and setting up Patton Oswalt. And that, to the comics uh, listening, uh, that's just a great lesson in that always be ready to go up. Yeah. Uh, when you go to a show, and I and I get it, I like to I like to go to comedy shows that I'm not on, and I because I like that mental vacation of like, oh, I'm still around comedy, but I don't have the pressure. Yeah, you get to check out. You yeah, don't have I don't to. have to worry about going up tonight, right. but always be prepared to go up. And I went up and I crushed for like 15 minutes, and uh, then then became night. like a, then I became like a regular on that show. Like he threw me up all the time. Um, but yeah, my point is that was a little uh, self-aggrandizing there. But uh, yeah, no my point is, I sincerely thought that a homeless man was dying on the sidewalk, and it was just Eddie Pepitone yeah, screaming at people. <laughs> he's perfect. He's perfect. He's everything. The uh, I will say the first words out of his mouth in this new special. The first words okay. out of his mouth. He just goes. They introduce him. The crowd starts clapping. He walks on stage. He just goes. I'm on Molly. <laughs> That's how he starts his set. Um, I'm on Molly. I love him so much. God, he's funny. He's so good. He's so good. He's one of those people, like Dave Chappelle, where like, oh, you could go up and read the phone book and it'd be funny. It's true. It doesn't matter what you're saying, even though what they're saying is brilliant. Yeah. It's just you yourself cannot not be funny. Oh, he's the best. Like, he's so fucking funny. And this special just, oh, God. I need just, to watch it. It crushed me. It I've absolutely been, crushed I'm me. all caught up, though, on Mountain Men and Storage Wars, if yeah. anybody's. Mountain Men? You've been watching Mountain Men? Yeah, I've watched Mountain Men. All right. What's, what's, which one's that? That's the one. These guys live in the mountains. How are we not watching that? Oh, is that something you watched over at your dad's yeah. house? Oh, okay. Mountain Men. I watched a lot of, oh, I saw that American Sniper with you guys. We talked about mm-hmm. that last week. Yeah. I mean, it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of westerns and yeah. just. But I, I do have to compliment you. Uh, you know, you're. I feel like, and we're not going to get into oh, this boy. now, but I feel like you got a fairly hefty uh, Real Housewives addiction. But this week, you've segued into another show. I have, and my word of mouth is very important, guys. 
Parenthood. Listen. The show, not the movie. The show. The movie's great. We watched that a few weeks ago. Oh, the show. It's about a family, and they are just always there for each other no matter what, and they love each other. <laughs> so I'm not trying to fill any type of hole. Yeah. Nope. Me not neither. <laughs> no, but it is, it's a dramedy. Uh, and it's been out for a while. Is, is it, it was on the CW, I think. But or? is it still currently? No, it's dead. Okay. It died. How but many seasons I did think it do? was seven, maybe. Okay. But it's Craig T. Nelson is the patriarch of uh-huh. the family. That's a get. Then we got Dax Shepard as the old, you know, young brother that's full of fuck-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the tropes are so perfect. It's great background noise slash you could kind of tune in. I like that. I like when I can leave a room... Come on back. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really changed. Uh, the decor is perfect. A little too cluttery for Dave's kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to look <laughs> at the decor in every scene. Um, but guys, if you feel like heartwarming, a nice tale. I watched a few episodes with you yesterday. Not he bad. Did. It's not he bad. Did. It's not like riveting television, but it's, it's not. It's uh, it's comforting. It's like, oh yeah, this this can be on, and I'm not mad at it's it. It's a nice hum. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the nice hum of Screaming Housewives, but I'm uh, mending. Mm-hmm. To my partner, well, at least when you're around and awake, and I still sneak. I, I sneak housewives while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Parenthood, it is on the new Peacock Network, but it's also on Hulu. So give it a watch, guys. Is the, the, There's a Peacock Network? Yeah, there's now a new it like network. An app? It's a streaming network. Okay. I believe. Interesting. It's like Hulu, yeah. uh, the Peacock. And what's interesting and weird is that the theme song to Parenthood is a great song. Uh-huh. I love it. It's by Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah, Bob Dylan. And it's fun. Forever Young. Yeah, Forever uh-huh. Young by Bob Dylan. The one, But if you watch it on the Peacock Network, they have to do this, like, fake weird oh, song. Oh, I guess they couldn't get the rights. They couldn't get the rights. Yeah, so if rights you want, to Dylan songs. Are you know, it actually does introduce the show perfectly, so watch it on Hulu. Okay. Do it, guys. Well, right on. There's a couple of good word of mouths for you. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, we'll get to the phone calls uh, next week. But, uh, yeah, a lot of rambling to get to today. Yeah, sorry, guys. We had to catch yeah, up. Yeah. You know, I've been gone. <laughs> had to catch up. But, uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, where, where can we find you on uh, Instagram, boo? Ooh, KT Low Strandberg. There you go. Get into it, guys. Get into it. Get into it. I tell stories. I've been hiding my chin recently, so that's kind of fun to point out. I don't know. Yeah. Adventures, really. I have, a, I have an Instagram, but it's basically just barbecue and cats. So if that interests you at all, sometimes I don't, Charlie. Sometimes Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he hates Charlie. I, I love Charlie. He's, we, we're in a I love parenting. Charlie. Thing. I just don't like when he bullies Truman. Well, he's trying got, to play with it. Okay, gotta, let's not get into take this. Up this is Truman. a whole other segment. Uh, underscore Dave Stone is where you can find me on Instagram. Also, uh, my cookbooks are still for sale at yes. dumbdavestone.com. Got uh, three different volumes of uh, Dave Stone's Kitchen Survival Guide. Uh, $10 a piece, two for 16 all three for 20 uh, just uh, dumb. By the way, and and all you, there's some people like uh, expressed uh, concern about the. Uh, I didn't know if I did it right or whatever. If you uh, Venmo me or PayPal me, uh, I get it. 
I receive it, and I know what you mean, and I will, within a few hours, uh, email you. Yeah, he's good at... A lot of people people calling me out on Twitter. Hey, I sent you some PayPal. Where's my books? I'm like, you sent it 20 minutes ago. Give me a second. I will email you. Uh, I appreciate people buying them, but like other people on Twitter, like, what the fuck? Dave trying to rip people off? What's he doing? People calling him out? Uh, Just just if if you PayPal me, within a few hours, you will then get an email from me uh, with attachments of the... And by the way, these are PDF uh, e-cookbooks. They're not hard copies. Uh, but yeah, dumbdavestone.com. Um, offer still stands. If you need some recipes and you're in a financial pinch uh, due to everything that's going on and you got to cook, uh, holler at me. I'll give them to you for free. What do I care? Uh, free cookbooks. Ah, so, so cute. Here to help. I'm trying to, to pay it forward and do my part. Guys, thank you so much. Thank uh, you, guys. I'm Dave Stone. That's Katie Strandberg. I'm Katie Strandberg. We are the Stonebergs. We love and, you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs Podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at the Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.